Thanks, everybody, for joining us here tonight at Good to Game Radio. It's been a couple of weeks, but here we are back again, Vance, Jaime, and I. And tonight we're going to be talking about the Video Game Awards hosted by Jeff Keighley uh, that happened a couple of days ago. We're going to be talking about our views and just our reaction to what we saw. So I, I can say that this year, unlike the past couple of years, it actually didn't put me to sleep. <laughs> so... It was actually pretty good, I thought. How many would you think overall? What'd you think? You know, I didn't see the whole thing, but what I saw had me intrigued as far as the awards. The the nominated games were were pretty interesting. Absolutely love the reveals. To me, this is like the Super Bowl where I don't might might not have a lot of vested interest in the teams that are playing, but I sure want to see the commercials. Oh yeah. We were uh, definitely we were getting a lot of reveals for games and stuff like that, which is like really what I want to see, but we had a lot of uh, really cool moments uh, in uh, that happened uh, throughout the show. I think it went on for like three hours. Yeah, the show it sure did. Vance, uh, did you get a chance to see uh, any of the show? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did catch some of it. Uh, yeah, I definitely like like the presentation as, aspect. Um, and it's funny because, uh, you know, Jeff, you know, he had on sneakers with a suit and I was like, yep, it's the Game of Wars. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's, it's, that's always like odd for me to to see you know him up on stage with those those uh those sneakers in a suit on <laughs> hosting a big event like that it's like oh that's that's pretty cool actually uh yeah. so let's let's kind of jump into the show and some points that uh we saw al pacino yeah what do you think jaime we saw al pacino right there he came was out he, was he was he having a hard time just reading the teleprompter panel? Well, he said that uh, he he admitted that he couldn't see the teleprompter, and like he was having to wing it. Like, did he like impromptu mm-hmm. yeah. everything? Because it felt yeah. like it. It felt like it for sure. <clears throat> like, yeah. like he was good. You know, his 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 demeanor every time he's acting, he's like kind of like the same character most of the time, and and he's like, oh, okay, I can't read this teleprompter. I don't know about you guys. Dude, yeah, at dude, first it felt like really see. awkward because it's like, okay, this guy can't see the teleprompter. Yeah, it's and it's like he's supposed to give this award out, which is what the best performance award, right? Best performance, yeah, best performance. Best performance. So not not like some little award, a big time award, and he's up there and he's kind of feeling his way, and he actually admitted at one point. He actually didn't he say a comment about like how you know serious this is. Doing yeah. doing the the action motion acting for the roles that people are playing. So he was. Yeah. It, it was. I didn't expect to see him. Yeah. It, it was cool. It was. It was surprised to see uh, see him up there. But when he said that he he wasn't a gamer, which surprised. That was not a surprise, right? I, by that comment, I'm like, I've never heard of anything <laughs> with Al Pacino in it, uh, gamer wise. Um, then he. Right after he says that he was having trouble uh, reading the teleprompter. To be honest, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not a gamer. So yeah, I thought yeah. right there, I'm thinking, oh, this is going to crash really hard right here. I, I'm uh, just but, here to read some lines. But uh, yeah, and he was like, you know, I can't read the teleprompter, so I'm just going to wing it. But my kids play lots of video games, and I like yeah. to watch them play. But I can really appreciate from watching them play the performance and hard work that people put into their roles. And he, and then he led into the 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 award. I'm like, nice yeah. save. And he was so sincere about like kind of being lost up there and kind of being out of his environment. It was pretty cool. And then, of course, you know he uh, he read the award and the the award for best performance went to Christopher Judge, right? Yeah. For his role as Kratos in uh, God of War Ragnarok, he was the voice actor that did the uh 2018 god of war and then yep he came back in the row again did god of war ragnarok and he went up there on stage and for our next interesting point about the show uh one i love the suit the all gold suit that he had that was the best dressed award right right there what's that best dressed award right He, he accepted the award from al pacino and then went on for an epic and when i say epic as in long speech, yeah, it just kept I, going, right? I saw I saw a meme where they 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 photoshopped the image of Al Pacino like taking a nap on the stage. 
Man, I think I, I read somewhere where the longest acceptance acceptance speech in any award show, not just video games, but any award show, was seven minutes, and he hit eight. He hit the eight minute mark. He and he was still going. If you watch it, the clip, like they start playing music in the background, and it's slowly getting louder. Like, come on, somebody, <laughs> somebody next to the teleprompter is doing this. Like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. You see, and, and I mean, to me, it's like I get it, but at the same time, it's like last year you didn't have an audience, and it's like people, you know, just like so. To go back to what Al Pacino said, he said that you know, like um, being in front of the camera and behind the camera, it's like you're giving people, like you're living your life in front of the camera. So it is. It's like a lot of hard work and blood, sweat, and tears. And it's like you know, sometimes we go to the theater and we just think of finished product but we don't think about the impromptu we don't think about you know what's going on with that actor we just want to see the movie and stuff like yeah. that and you know i've just seen a thing where um with rocky when he's running through the streets of philly for, for rocky one none of that was like really scripted and so that's why when the guy threw the orange at him like that was somebody really throwing an orange at him and you know he like he called it but they were just like man like it's one van one guy running through philly so you know like like al Pacino, like you said tony he was very sincere about you know just giving people their flowers there so it's like i i get it you know you don't want to have a long minute show but at the same time it's like the pandemic was a hard time for a lot of people. So, you know, cause uh, the guy, um, Christopher, he got like a lot of flat when, you know, kind of people found out he was playing God of War because of the color of his skin. So there was a lot of people, you know, like behind him that pushed him to go on. Like he said, his brother was 40 years old and went back and got his uh, degree to be a doctor. So, so, you know, it's just, it's, it's, you know, I, 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 I get it, you know, cause Hey man, this is your time to shine. Right? Like, Oh yeah. I know. personally didn't have a problem with the length of it. I, I was actually yeah. enjoying uh, listening to the sincerity and just how uh, just, he has a story to tell. And I would like, yeah. I would, I would love just to hear the story about like, he had some health issues that he was having to overcome. It's a real difficult time during like the production of maybe the last game in this game. I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. I know that he's, he's, he's had, a difficult time. And so he's very emotional about it. And it came through in his speech. I loved first person he thanked was his mom, you know, right. <laughs> and then, then his brother, who was his hero, who got, who's uh, got a late start, but he's like doctor uh, judge now at 40 years old or whatever. Yes. But, so yeah, it's a, I love hearing those personal stories and how he was just trying to give props and credit to everybody that uh, helped him along the way. So, but uh yeah, it was kind of it was kind of funny seeing some of the memes that were coming out after the fact. It's like, <laughs> yeah, let the guy cook, sure. you know. But yeah, uh, it's crazy because I mean, like, if you like, you know, talk to people who play God of War, like they wanted like a full sweep of uh, awards for God of War. They wanted everything. I'm like, hey, man, man. Yeah, like, Tony, that's... Tony was texting me like, hey, it sounds like this is the the Sony Game Awards or something because oh he, yeah, it kept on it kept on winning, it kept on winning. God of War just racked up the awards. It it didn't end up with the big award at the end of the night, but you know some of the other awards that it won: best narrative, best uh, score and music. It, interesting one here. Uh, it won uh, best innovation and, and accessibility. Like you can change. Yeah, and, all and I was curious how how it did that. Yeah, I don't have I don't I don't have the game, so I'm not sure. Uh, but I've seen uh, some stuff on it. How. Like they've got stuff in there for people that, I mean, just for anything, just you can change so many different things in the game to make it adjust it to, if you're having, you know, issues, just prefer to play a game a certain way, they can do it. I mean, it's, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty cool how just not this particular game alone, but in other games that here recently, how far they've gone with that, um, which is cool. What yeah, because it was nominated for eleven, what? Yeah, eleven awards and it won six of them. Yeah, and best action adventure game, best action slash adventure game. But see, um, I can get best best action slash adventure game, but it's like a lot of these things. I kept on thinking to myself, this game is so recent. People must have, you know, obviously gotten like early releases to to check out, test out. But it had some stiff competition in some categories, man. I mean, of course, right. Elden Ring. You asked me right at the beginning of the show uh, when we were watching it the other night, you know, who I thought would walk away as as the winner. I don't know if you yep. were talking specifically about Game of the Year, but 
uh, I said Elden Ring. And I said Elden yep, Ring because did. it's multi-platform. You can get mm-hmm. it on PC, Xbox, and Anything, PlayStation. Really. And God yeah. of War, and it came back out in March or April. So it's, it's been available for the entire year. It sold many, like 14 million copies, I think, in that first month. We did a couple yeah, of episodes. Yeah, it's like some ridiculous uh, number. But when it first came out and we were in, we talked about uh, the sales numbers. And those mm-hmm. sales numbers are just crazy for a game of that type. Those numbers are approaching what you're getting with Call of Duty or what you're getting with uh, yeah, GTA. Yeah, right, from, from, from a different size studio. Yeah, and that's why we talked about, you know, earlier that, you know, this game, like Elden Ring just appeals to, it was bringing people into gaming, like, because it was like so many people were talking about it. That right there, you just can't deny that effect. Elden Ring deserves Game of the Year uh, yeah. based on those those things that were happening back then. And plus, God of War mm. is just, it just came out. The fact that yeah, it won right. this many awards and it just came out, I'm like, who's even had a chance to play it yet? It's, that's exactly my point. I mean, it must have been like two two months ago being like, hey, man, you got to check this out. <laughs> but but then, then it, it begs a question, were they re- really reviewing a finished product? That's, right? true. Uh, that's true. Because, Vance, I remember you talking about a long time ago about specifically on Elden Ring that people who got codes or whatever to review this game beforehand, they're like, oh, look at this. This game's so cheesy. It's so easy. Look at the attack patterns on these guys. But then when the final product came out, they're like, whoa, the, the, it was not the same game. <clears throat> right. So were the reviewers looking at some type of beta, you know, release or the final product is, is really to me the question, because if it was a beta, that means that the final product is a lot, should be a lot better in theory. Yeah, I think, yeah, I definitely think like for, you know, like, especially like if you get something like, you know, before the release date, I definitely think it is, you know, a beta, you know, in a sense, you know, well, like, um, I know with a 2K, like they don't like give out codes, you know, of course, you know, you're going to have the knuckleheads who are going to try to, you know, take pictures and stuff early. Studios are working on these games as much as they can. And yeah. on day one, there's like huge, massive patches released because they're still fixing oh, yeah. the stuff. Usually that they they're dropping fix. like a terabyte right. patch on the first day. Yeah. Right. Like you can't even buy a game anymore unless you're buying a Nintendo game that's ready to play. <laughs> like can, you can play on the first day. Really, if you don't yeah. have the right. update, it won't play. Yeah. So, crit, yeah. I mean, right. on that but- point, credit to Nintendo. They make sure that the mm-hmm. games are ready to go. Usually, I don't know as much about the Switch, but up till recently, you know, they were ready to play. Like so, so do y'all feel like they should have more regular gamers review these games in the beta stages versus the people who, let's say, um, I know most of the time it's influencers and people who are in the know, you know, who gets like invited. Like I never just met a random person who said, yeah, you know, I've been invited to, you know, like play God of War early. Like it's always people in the know. Vance, to answer your question, I think the answer is yes. More regular gamers should see it. I mean, send me a code, I'll review a game for sure. But business is going to, you know, business logic is going to be like, how can I get my product? in front of as many people's faces as I can. Therefore, I'm going to send it to these viewers who have a thousand uh, players that have a thousand viewers on every stream or more, of course. Uh, A point that we were going to talk about maybe later, but this kind of leads into that. And and I want to kind of hit upon it. It's like we talked about, it felt like the Sony award show. I uh, I think I know where you're going. God of War went up there, won six awards. Stray, a game about a cat. Won two awards. Yeah. In right. backpack. Yeah. <laughs> um, I seen that. And I can't like. I was like, what? Gran Turismo won the award for best sports game. Gran Turismo won uh, best sports slash racing game. And this is an event. It's just the people in the audience. You got like eight thousand people there. Uh, all developers, all act, voice actors, everybody associated with the industry. Uh, and then you've got. I was watching the uh, the they they had the live stream numbers at the bottom of the screen. Five hundred thousand people were watching. I, I don't know where you were watching it, but I was watching it on IGN, and I swear I started watching something, and it was like one hundred and twenty six thousand, and then it went up to like one hundred thirty one thousand. Right. On I was watching it on the actual uh, 
I think I was watching on the actual Game Awards uh, site, and it was 540-something thousand concurrent viewers. So That's crazy. And and you're talking IGN's got 100-something thousand. We're talking on, yes. I mean, was there a million people watching this live? And I'm going to say, yeah. Yeah, I'm not so saying, a, yeah, a million people are watching this live, and all they're seeing, they're seeing Sony go up there, they're seeing Nintendo go up there, they're seeing you're talking about promotion, advertising, just marketing galore. This is like a smorgasbord for those companies, and and just the credibility these games get when they when people can see, hey, these games are good. I want to go check it out. Meanwhile. <clears throat> We're going to talk about this a little bit later. You know, there is a there's a company whose name is on the theater's placard. It's Microsoft. It's it's the Microsoft Theater. Let's just say there was some notable (laughs) absentees. Is that is that what you're trying to get to? (laughs) There's no no noticeable absenteeism going on. Um, Hey, oh, I'm sorry, but not to cut you off, Tony. But to their their uh, their um, defense. So I don't know if you all check it out the PlayStation, but it was like, oh, you know, check out, you know, the game, the game of the year awards. We got a sale going on. A lot of those games are free on the other side, and I was like, hmm, free, free yeah. third party games, hmm? right? Yeah. I was like, yeah, free third party like, yeah, games. Like, like yeah. so, you want me to spend twenty dollars when it's free over here? Right. Hmm. So like Sony, but, uh, but, I, but I would say this though, without saying the, the the other guys' names, they need to have something. They need to establish presence. They need to be credible that they're players in this industry. And this is embarrassing, but I've got to bring it up for for Microsoft. To start the oh, show, the, you the had a commercial. <laughs> to start the show, you had a commercial with a prominent Fortnite player, Ninja, promoting Game Pass on Samsung televisions. And basically, I, I can't remember if he said it directly, but I'm pretty sure it was said, you don't even need a console to play on this Samsung television. Not what you want to hear <laughs> if you're if if you're a console player. This is what I was talking about a year ago. That Microsoft has they don't care about whether or not you buy an Xbox Series X or not or S. They don't care. It's about Game Pass, and as far as they're concerned, the consoles can just go away. No matter what they say, I agree, I agree with you. <laughs> before you, before you say that point, like what just thing, like well, like you said, if I'm pushing Game Pass for one, then we're in the Microsoft Theater, and starting the show, Jeff says they're giving away a Steam Deck every minute of the show. Mm-hmm. You can put Game Pass on Steam Deck. Yep, and then you have Ninja yep. advertising. You don't need a console. Get your Steam Deck. Hey, I told you, you like, Steam Deck's won the generation, all right? Steam, yeah, like, like, <laughs> like, look, like, like Steam Deck. I don't know. Let me see if I can stop tearing something up. Right here, hooked up. Yeah, yeah. Some monitor. Yeah, like, yeah. Steam Deck's where is that? Like, hey, well, and there's a couple of points I want to drop about, not necessarily Steam Deck, but even Sony. But, and but, some but, of the but, reveals. but, but before we move on, I have to agree with you, Tony, a hundred percent. Xbox has a different strategy than all the other 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 guys out there. Sony, you have to have their console to play their games. Nintendo, pretty much the same. Steam Deck is this. I really think Steam Deck is a console killer out there. But X, but Microsoft, they know that you can play their games without their console, right? If you have the right specs on the PC, and I think that's the longer play for them eventually move into like that that comment right there it may be it may yeah it may be a longer play um i mean because they've got, the right they've play? got i don't the know li- i mean yeah i mean they've got the library they've got the technology do they have the library not their own but they have access <laughs> they have access to a library that they can right. you know offer to people yeah and they've got and they've got the smarts man they've they've been in this industry since what is it like early 2000s when the first xbox came out mm-hmm. you know stadia tried to do it unfortunately stadia you know couldn't pull it off they they don't have the maturity you know they they make a great great web browser but not a great content uh, console xbox xbox does so 
I think that they're playing the, the a different a different route than all the other ones. I don't think they're competing on a console now with other people. Yeah, but I just don't see a, 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 a I just don't see a large enough with with uh with with PC parts going up because of the whole like well they were going up I think now they kind of plateaued because everybody was trying to crypto and mine for crypto and all that good stuff like that so you had the computer parts going up crazy but right now all my kids have Xboxes like all oh, they have their own Xboxes whatever like that if they come to me and say hey I want a device that's going to play Xbox library either I'm gonna have to get them a a strong enough phone or I'm going to have to get them a PC. Or a laptop, like you said, with the specs, which is going to cost me probably three times as much as a, a three hundred dollar Xbox. So they hey. still have to have like some sort of something to sustain that audience because a lot of a lot of households aren't going to run out and buy PCs to like no, once but, they phase these consoles out. But to Tony's example, and this is not the only example that we can think of, but just using this, they come to you and say, "Dad, look, we can get the Samsung TV." You don't have to get like the 80 inch one, but you can get something that's, I don't know, 42 inches. And look, I don't have to get the console to play all these premier titles on them. They, you Two birds, one stone. And and TVs are smart. They're connected anyway. So now they're just... Yeah, they're competitive advantage for Samsung. So, so well, Sony's going to do it, but there's other t- television makers out there that are going to want to, you know, put that on there. On, right. on their it's television. just an app. So, I mean, you, you have to have the, the TV with the right processor, get the app installed, boom. But anyway, let's get back on topic. Back to the yeah, show. No. Back to the main <laughs> show. Hey. Uh, I mean, this is what makes it fun, though, because because like you know we don't we don't get a chance to talk it out. You know, so so there's a lot of a lot of a lot of points we can hit on. But go ahead, talk. go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Thomas uh, the Tutu Tony train. Bring us back on track. track. Right. Yeah. On track. Get back on track. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about Microsoft, uh, Microsoft's uh, either a diabolical plan or their uh, huge uh, missteps uh, in another show. <laughs> um, uh, all I can foresee is that Xbox is not going to have a good 2023. No presence, no announcements. Well, Let's interestingly see. enough, is this back on track? Tony? Is this back on track? <laughs> no, that's like, they were criticized. It's criticized. They didn't make any announcements at the show. And their head of marketing, I don't know the guy's name, Greenberg or whatever, came out and said, it's all about timing. And then the day after, they dropped a, a, a trailer for some game. I don't remember what it was. It was like, why can you just show that in the Game Awards? Why drop yeah, it a day yeah. after the show? Like, <laughs> well, we'll see. Like, but you don't but have a like million said, people watching it right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but just like you said, it was like with the whole time, and it's like everybody's there to see. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people was there to see either Elder Ring win or God of War win. You know, which Microsoft doesn't have any control of either either one of those. So we're like, look, we're gonna wait. All right, we drop it now. It's gonna get swept up. You know, it's like you drop it. It's like you being a movie guy and drop a movie the same time Marvel drops a good movie. Nah, we we're gonna wait. Well, I think, <laughs> we're gonna I think hold on to I mean, it. we have to, you have to remember this is a, an award show, right? This is stuff that's dropped during the past year, so. If you're not being mentioned in that conversation at all, I mean, what's that saying? And you just dropped billions and billions of dollars on these studios from Zenimax, and now you're trying to get Activision to get on par in the number to, to actually exceed the number of studios that your competition has. But there's no, you're not producing anything that's getting any notoriety. So there, uh-huh. I mean, the question, my question there is like, man, I don't know who's in charge of making sure this stuff gets out and meets a certain quality but that that needs to be uh is a question that uh maybe needs to be asked i'm like someone not doing their job on that front i mean you just you've got some quality studios so where's the games but well back on track. Well, yeah well <laughs> to Jaime's point hey, 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 studios? We, hey well yeah to Jaime's point though but that person who is like you know head of marketing head of you know all that could be taking a gamble and right now with if you're Microsoft, you don't have anything to lose. If you make an announcement, don't make an announcement. Like you don't have anything to lose. Right. But the big gamble, like you said, is can we get enough of our, you know, um, what is it, ultimate subscribers to go get TVs, other stuff that's going to play our games, and then we can save money on consoles. But if that's the play, then why'd you even come out with the Series S and X? To you just, just put- to, to to be to be relevant. 
this is this is the money that's got a company that's got money to throw. Right, throw well, some over here. Yeah, this is turning into a Microsoft podcast. Okay, hey, okay. Podcast. All right. It's okay. like, hey, all right, all right. It's like they weren't relevant the last generation. Right. They're trying to get relevant this generation. They got to go spend money to do it, and now they're gambling with the money that they spent. And they're and they're and and they had to have known that they were going into the show, and they were going to yeah. look bad coming out of it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. They're absolutely getting roasted. So, hey, well, look, hey. <laughs> This leads us into our best moments of the show. So, best moment <laughs> best of the moment. show. Okay, you guys Thanks. go first. I've got the best. Best moment of the show. Um, I literally just watched this. The performance. Uh, the song with um, God of War, where they got the snow falling and stuff. Oh, yeah. That performance was nice. That, the singer like, or the guy standing next to him with the weird device that he was cranking? <laughs> Yo, look here, look here. That singer, that singer would have been singing with no music if it was up to me. Look, my arm is tired. Okay, you gonna have to do this acapella, my boy. You gonna hey, have to finish this without that Jimmy guy. Next, I mean, they had snow falling. That guy's voice was great. You know, right. that dude standing right next to him, and he was just like shaking his head. You know, right, he's cranking crazy, that right. box. I'm like, what in the right. world? <laughs> Like that's not an accordion I've ever seen, right? Um, oh, I, 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 I got I got a good one. I got a good one, and I was texting Tony throughout at the moment that this was happening. Right. So at I, the end, <laughs> go, okay. go ahead, Tony. My the best moment: the flute player. No, the flute guy. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> the flute guy. I can't remember his name. I looked it up. I, I, I googled him up, and you know this guy's a, a very talented musician. Plays like oh several hundred instruments, right? And I swear he played several hundred in during the performance. Did, did of that. you see that? Right, he kept switching like, instruments. Like, right, every time that there was a a scene, a, a take, even if it was like just to pan around him, dude's like going to town on a, on a flute. Right. Yeah. Ten seconds later. The camera's like panning around, and 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 you know everyone's got their game face on. Everyone's serious, you know, doing this in front of a live audience. Dude's just like busting a move, playing a different instrument. Ten seconds later, <laughs> yeah, his name is Pedro Estuage, something like that. I'm jacking up his last name, but it's like mustache and stuff. Where it's an E when the M is at. Flute, flute guy. Yeah, flute me, guy. Hey, I'm watching him right now. He's going crazy. He's going crazy. Right. <laughs> I'm just playing the flute. I'm like, how are you right. playing the flute? Yeah. And you're pumping your fist at the same time. I'm like, that's. <laughs> I texted Tony as soon as I saw him. I was like, man, what is up with this guy? <laughs> right. That reminds me back when they did the first God of War reveal back at the E3 at the uh, Sony presentation. They had the the lady that was doing like the crazy throat noises during the presentation and she was just getting all into it. It's like, there's something about those live performances. Like, Hey, levels got to have yeah. more of that. <laughs> hey, time to shine. Time to shine. <clears throat> all right. So that was the best moment of the show. Um, yes. By far. Most awkward moment of the show. I, I think we can all agree or, or have, Similar comments that 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 final speech was something different. I I saw the game the the final award be handed out. Mm-hmm. I saw the guy come up, give his final speech, and then all of a sudden this random kid's like, "Hey, it's my turn." Says <laughs> something about his reform rabbi Bill Clinton. Yeah, and I honestly <laughs> was like, I'm I'm watching this and thinking. That was so random. That was I mean, so weird. I'm thinking, okay, you know, game right. developers are a special batch. <laughs> it well, wasn't until the day yeah. later. <laughs> oh, I was, I was like looking down at the time, like make, making notes or whatever, and I was, I was listening to the guys talk. So it was like three Japanese guys from, uh, from software. Yeah. From, from software. And, and <laughs> I went back and watched the video. This dude just standing there right behind him the whole time, right? Yeah. And uh, the last Japanese guy kind of gives his speech. And then, then they kind of step just far enough for him to walk in between them. And he walks up to the, the microphone and he's like, yeah, I'd like to nominate this award to uh, 
my ref, uh, my reformed Orthodox rabbi, Bill Clinton. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Yeah, right? <laughs> to, to me, it was like, okay, sure. And next I didn't, day. I was like, that was weird. And then yeah, right? later on, discover that the guy just followed them up there. Like he just, first of all, how did he even get a ticket into this event? I don't know. No, no. Okay. So, so I, I read this. <laughs> The the young gentleman bought a a a ticket to the event that he could, and he was sitting several rows behind these guys. And when and actually, there's like another YouTube video where you can actually see the moment where the three gentlemen stand up to go receive their award, and you can see him like standing up from like a distance way behind and just like rush rush up to catch up to them. So I guess he's like with the right entourage, and nobody says anything. So. So yeah, I mean, there's so many people, like, if you notice, like, during the event, you know, people are getting up and, like, like, uh, Kojima, right, for example. Kojima was in the audience, and then at some point, he's on the stage. So at some point, he had to have gotten up out of his seat to go Mm -hmm. get ready to go on stage. And then Christopher Judge, after he received his award, was back in his seat. So there's people getting up all the time. They're going back and forth all the time. So, yeah, I guess this guy just, you know, took advantage of the fact that, like, well, nobody's going to notice me get up with these guys. Like, nobody even knows who these guys are. It's like, apparently, right. they That's didn't just... even know because they walked up there and they were standing <laughs> next to the guy. And one of them actually looks at him and, like, he's like, Dude, like it kind of looks at him. He's is, like, maybe he's helping this... with the show or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> something respectful about the culture where they're like, Dude, you have no place here, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey who are you yeah hey, right hey, hey can you imagine though if he had tried to do that with uh christopher judge's award Tell <laughs> 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 <For> my mama <laughs> Boy, like, you know, i'm put you in a chokehold while i'm giving my eight minute speech i hope you can hold your breath that long <laughs> <laughs> but but you know what what the guys from software are probably saying Guy comes in, grabs the microphone. They're saying "nani," <laughs> which means what? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was that was the most awkward moment. But it was the most awkward. You didn't know it was awkward moment, right? All right. So uh, there was a lot of reveals during the show. We counted up. Yep. I mean, I counted up in the pre-show. There was like thirteen or fourteen reveals. In the actual show itself, it was approaching 30. So, whew, a lot of reveals. Um, yeah. So, what what game reveal has you the most excited from what you saw? Tekken 7. <laughs> that, that was not revealed. That was revealed on there? You mean Tekken 8. You mean Tekken 8. <laughs> Tekken 8. I wasn't going to say Tekken. I wasn't going to say Tekken. Tekken 8. Seven, Tekken I like eight, the you know. hey hey. I like the characters for Tekken Seven though. Hey. <laughs> Tekken hey, Eight. Mar- hey man, I really like Street Fighter Five too. <laughs> hey, good luck getting it. Tekken Eight. Now, Jaime, you're the uh, fighting expert among our yes. crew here. Yep. So, what did you think about the Tekken Eight reveal? It looks like the they're they're using the Unreal Engine pretty well. They're bringing back old characters. Um, characters from Tekken Seven. <laughs> Actually, characters last seen in Tekken Two. There was a character that was shown in the, in the showcase that was from Tekken Two that I was like, "Huh, I thought she's been there six six generations of of games." Uh, you know, it's 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 one of those where. Those fighting games, and you know, you might have seen this in sporting games like MLB The Show or NF, uh, NBA 2K. They have to be different uh, from each game. So it's like Tekken Seven was really well polished, well balanced after like so many updates. It's just I'm interested to see where they take it. How they're going to differentiate this one, which admittedly they had a good game behind behind them. How are they going to make it better? And and if you'll remember, Kumite started all around uh, Tekken tournaments, so it's got a huge fan base, and they they will complain. They will let you know if your product sucks. 
Yeah. See, and that goes back to our, they need to let, like, you know, more regular people, you know, review these games because, like, <clears throat> okay, so let's say if, you know, you have somebody that, like, their whole job is just to review, like, this is what you do, then you're going to be looking at things that, is it going to bother me because I'm just a, kind of like a casual player? But those are the people that, to me, kind of like spend the most money. It's like you're a casual to serious players, but not really super competitive. Like, you know, I'm traveling for tournaments. It's just the guys that's like, like, look at uh, Elden Ring. You have a lot of people that never played a Souls game before that bought that game. You okay. know, so I want to hear their review versus somebody who's yeah. like, I remember the the last year when Tony and I went to Kumite, we were standing there watching some of the Tekken pools. And Tony was just like, wow, there's a lot of people out here. And and you could see at, a, at any given moment, just like the crowd going wild over some play. It was like, wow, like jumping off their seats and stuff. Those games, like you said, if more people play them ahead of time, you're going to get more hype for them. Sadly, that is yet to be to be seen if if more, they're going to change that approach on how people review them uh, before their actual release date, or what do they do? Yeah. But now they, they've actually been launching for more fighting games like closed betas bef- beforehand. Uh, we're getting like Street Fighter 6 was actually announced, like their release date, mm-hmm. and there's like a closed beta going on. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're getting better I, I, at I, this. I noticed it. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I noticed that there were quite a few games that had uh, upca- upcoming uh, closed betas that you could sign up for uh, mm-hmm. that they uh, had at the bottom of their reveal trailer yeah. uh, near the end. Uh, so that is a, it's a good thing. Uh, Tekken 8, is, does that have a campaign, like a real good campaign? Like uh, so, the 7 have one? They, they actually do work out a campaign. One thing about the Tekken games is that they have a legit plot to them. Yeah, that's what it felt like watching that trailer. Right? There was a le- legitimate story being told. So yeah, there, there's, there's always a, a a legit story, and they've in all their games they've managed to work out like some type of campaign mode where you're actually playing as different characters as you see the events through their eyes and things that are unique to them. They and there was like really good histories for like the writers for specifically the Tekken series, you know, hats off. Every character in there had a reason, had a motivation, which meets seems sense. And from game to game in, in, in some of the earlier chapters, they were like, Oh yeah, this person won this tournament. This person lost it. This person lost everything they had. So it's like the characters evolved. Okay. Um, Tommy, what, uh, what what reveals stood out for you? Suicide Squad, you know, oh. because we've 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 just had uh, Gotham Knights, and without saying much, it was not the game that people wanted f- as a follow up uh, to Rocksteady's last bat- Batman game. However, now you have Suicide Kill the Justice League as a follow up. In some sense, to those to to that lore, to that universe, and and we got to see Kevin Conroy's voice acting as Batman. If you ever grew up watching Batman, the animated series from the mid '90s, and like a bunch of games, Kevin Conroy was the voice of Batman. Kind of like we discussed a couple shows in the uh, ago where we were saying who was the best Batman ever. You know, Michael Keaton, Kevin Conroy is the voice of Batman. Right, and yeah, so um, to see him in there was like, and, oh, sweet. Yeah. I am yeah. vengeance. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. And that, they, actually, they actually did say at the bottom, like, you know, Kevin Conroy, you know. Yeah. The band. Yeah, they talked, they actually uh, talked about that after uh, after the trailer about how um, he had passed away this past year and that no. this was his last project. Um, mm-hmm. So you, his voice is in there. Uh, release date of May 26th, uh, by yes. the way. So. It definitely has a release date. It looked good. The the one part where uh, the guy uh, Boomerang, I guess, cuts yeah. off Flash's pinky. I don't know what that was that that's came what, off. That's what it looked like to me. I was thinking, like, <laughs> he really does do that, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, so. and again, that's that's where Rocksteady is not scared to push the envelope, even on the Batman games. But now they've got creative. This is like 
you know, James Gunn directing the Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. Oh yeah, yeah, it definitely had that feel. Um, <clears throat> mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a that's a good that's a good one for sure. For mine, it didn't really reveal a whole lot, and everybody knows it's coming. Uh, but uh, Diablo Four, I'm a huge. That's what I thought you were going to say. Diablo fan, uh, and they went all out with the presentation. They had like a big set piece out there, and Halsey singing a song. I'm like, the song wasn't that great, but. Uh, the outfits, you know, with the guys marching around around her, behind her, uh, in the robes, and then they had like the cinematic trailer. Uh, they didn't show any uh, uh, gameplay, but I think there's a lot of videos out there already showing that. Uh, it wasn't something; it was a surprise or anything, uh, but it was just mm-hmm. a cool presentation. Um, mm-hmm. So that's probably the game that I'm most looking forward to. And did they give us a? Yeah, they didn't give us a release. I think. I think it's they in did. June sixth. They, they did June the sixth. Actually, yeah, June 6th. this this window is going to be quite busy because May June is going to uh, some of the titles that I'm more interested in are going to be releasing around that that same. Yeah, because I see the Street Fighter Six, which you might be interested in. I don't know. Is the June second release date? It is. Um, and there yeah. seems to be, I mean there seems to be a lot coming. Uh, so we're talking June sixth, June second, May twenty sixth. Boom. Yeah, but that that Diablo that I'm going to be absorbed in the Diablo four for a while because I I love Diablo. Now there um, was something else that was showcased that Vance liked, and he was talking about that before we started. And this was the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh yeah, they gave us the love first <clears throat> clip uh, scene of the Super Mario Brothers animated movie. And uh, Vance, what'd you think? Yeah, uh, loved it. Uh, I think they they had like a little bit of everything, you know, in it uh, from what I can see from the trailer, and it looked like they pulled from you know different games, you know, and different consoles, you know, like along the way. So that was nice that they paid, you know, like how much to you know different things and how they incorporated into yeah. the actual movie and still kept it like gaming. Yeah, all that recognizable stuff like the platforms and the tubes and like you know, yeah, traveling things to around. Hey, especially the part where it's like, you know, like uh you know like Princess <laughs> Princess Peach is watching Mario. He jumps from the one platform to the little thing. He's like, yeah, I made it. It just goes, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I got to keep moving, my man. No time to celebrate. So, yeah, that was a, that was pretty cool that they dropped that in there. Uh, the game-related movie, right? Mm-hmm. It's in April. Mm-hmm. You're going to take, you yep, take yep, Felix? April, yep. take I Felix? absolutely will. Yes. I might have to take JQ for a birthday. Her birthday's in <laughs> April. So, for Game of the Year, the winner of Game of the Year was Elden Ring. And we kind of talked about this earlier. Uh-huh. Um, Jaime, agree or disagree? Uh, game of the year? Yeah. No comment. I agree. Um, only because like I mean, like coming from my background of gaming, and it's like, you know, for me, but like, man, look here. Hate single player games. But for them to have enough word of mouth, enough um marketing to draw me from 2K. Like I was literally like I told you, I was literally in the middle of 2K. Like I didn't finish the game. I was like, you know what? I'm going to Best Buy right now. And I think I sent a picture at the time to you and uh Clint Tony and I was like, hey, got Elden Ring, you know, like we're gonna go pop it in and play it, see what see what's going on. But yeah. um and then when we went to was that Pax East, you know, they were playing it and you know it was like just to you know I mean like it was a large crowd and I mean like they they definitely came out at right. the right time, they definitely had the gaming industry on lock. Like, no matter what console platform you was on, like Elden Ring was everywhere. Yeah. So I can definitely uh respect the uh, game of the year award. Yeah. I, you know, I thought that Elden Ring would win game of the year. Um. So, I mean, I won't say I was either pleased or displeased. I I like the game. I don't I don't think that the game is on a pedestal that some people put it on. I've talked about it, but um. It's a good game, and I enjoy it. And I like RPGs, and I like uh, some from software titles. I like my bosses to be difficult, and it, it hit all those check marks. Wait, um, difficult or impossible? Difficult, not okay. impossible. <laughs> right, right, not impossible, not impossible. But I think the biggest thing for for this game, and, and I'm seeing it now with the whole uh, Pokemon, <clears throat> is the open world. Like, like, like that was the big 
selling point for people because like somebody like me who's never played a souls game and i'm trying to learn these mechanics you know learning leveling up and things like that and you could choose your own path for leveling up whatever it's like okay all right yeah you just smack me hey let me grab my money and i'm gonna go way over here back down to the little field and beat up some soldiers you know before i come back like that's a great option because if i had to be like okay i'm just stuck right here because you know the game has locked me in at this point that i'm like yeah like probably probably wouldn't enjoy it as much as i did yeah what i appreciate about it elden ring winning the award is that it's kind of like you know in the movie industry you have they have you know the movie awards and stuff and the movie award the game the movie of the year always goes to some critically acclaimed movie that's got like the critics love and but then the movies that the audience loves more never wins to me this felt like uh, the Elden Ring was the game that the audience loved and it won like it's also critical it has critical acclaim but also the audience loves it too versus last year when we got a game called it takes two it takes two it takes two which you know i'm sure is a great game i didn't play it so i, I can't i'm seeing you both not not your heads like this <laughs> but that's kind of like this like out of left field choice and maybe there just wasn't any games last year that were big enough or you know popular enough but like I to mean, me, do you, do you, does anybody right even remember year. the other contenders for game of the year last year? <laughs> Not one. But I bet you choices. I will remember next year God of War, at least. Oh yeah, for sure. Like yeah. like I mean for sure. I mean like we got a guy at work now who sits beside me and his like before God of War even came out, like what I mean before I mean before it was trailered, he had God of War skin for his PS5. Like that's how <laughs> Like he, uh, you know, like um, he he bought a custom controller, but he was like, if he didn't buy the custom controller, then the one that PlayStation just came out with, he would have bought that one, you know, yeah. to go along with his PlayStation or like that. But I was like, man, like he got his whole PlayStation Five decked out God of War theme, and I was like, yeah, he's a fan, <laughs> he's a fan. All right, for future shows, Game Awards, what do you want to see more of, and what do you want to see less of? I I think what I would like to see more of is I want to see more flute guy in in the awards. Center. More flute guy, definitely. Yeah. Need to yeah. see so, more flute guy and the, so who do you the, want to see more? You want to see thing guy, right? I would say you want to see more flute guy or you want to see more of the guy. I want to see both of those guys together on stage. Do a duo, man. <laughs> now, now, what I would love to see is, you know, you know how every time they have like some some type of see, because I consider the, the 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 video game award, the game awards, like the MTV Video Music Awards, where it's just you know very chill people, very relaxed people that I'm like I'm interested in what they're doing. I'd like to see like some some music bands, you know, do like shows and in, in between like a couple of events. Being like, hey, we just got the award for uh, uh, best game direction. Hey, here's Green Day, you know, something like that. I I love, I would love to see that. No question. Now, now the bands that they had playing, well, besides the guy that was singing, but the the bands and the orchestras that they have playing, are they the originals from the from the game? No, no, I doubt it because you know, okay, how, yes. at the end of at game of the year, they had this band and they were playing like a compilation of all the different games. Mm, see, uh, okay, yeah. So I would definitely like to see the original bands be also, you know, honored because it's like I think what I think the only person who really gets an award is what the composer. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So at least let me show my face. You know, like so like like flute guy, he's gonna be forever remembered. <laughs> you know, like he may not get an award, but I don't know his name, but I will always remember Flute Guy. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's Pedro something. His last name is spelled <laughs> like mustache, except for the M. Pedro Ustache Us- 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 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But it's first Pedro. name Pedro though. The Flute Pedro. Guy. Pedro. 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 My friend Pedro. It's like the video Pedro. game. Pedro. <laughs> hey, that was my Spanish name in a class. Pedro. We had to pick really? a name. Pedro was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. I don't know why. Like, I don't, I don't know how pick pick Pedro was like. All right, uh, give me so, Pedro, you know. So, Jaime, you want to see more musical 
acts basically more, more musical tied into the games uh, as part of the live show if if possible for sure all right and in in exchange for the time uh uh you would see less of what i'd see less of xbox oh you took mine dude <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say hey, less. Ex- I was gonna say less Game Pass commercials. All right, hey, we don't more, need those um, in there. No, more uh, more cosplay. Ooh, all right, good one. That's a good one. We need some cosplay yeah. in there. That's part cosplay. of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Fair. That's yeah. a good. Have one. somebody come out as a Master Chief giving away the award. Ooh. I like what you're saying. I like I like what you're saying. Actually, I have Christopher Judge as Kratos go up there <laughs> because when they make the third one, right? Is there going to be a God of War number three? All right. He needs to dress full on Kratos. There's only three voices, I guess, in the gaming industry that to me are epically recognizable: Kratos, Snake from Metal Gear Solid, and you know, Ma- Master Chief. Aside from that, there's very few voices that I think would like stand out for me like a lot. That I'd be like, "Hey, let's see this guy in you know full character." Well, as a PlayStation right. man, I could recognize uh, Joel from The Last of Us, which is okay. voiced by Troy Baker. Uh, but by the way, Snake is Troy Baker too. Okay, well, he's yeah. everybody. I like, know he's like he a is. lifetime achievement award of like <laughs> I've I've played everybody. <laughs> oh, 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 Mark Hamill dressed up as the Joker. Ooh, yeah. Mm. Oh, we need like yeah, we need like uh scenes from the games that we're playing played out on stage. Right. <laughs> this goes into Vance's more cosplay. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> yeah, like that scene where you fight uh I think it um Ghost of Tsushima, like when you're like the Ooh, or a couple of guys fight, like, like doing a sword fight. Oh, that would be yeah. awesome. See actual blood spilt? No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So oh, man. I was like us, the war show his head fell in my lap. So Tuba said less Xbox, which we can't get much less than what we got. Yeah, right. But right. there the were a lot there were a couple of Game Pass commercials. I'm like, why are you here? Yeah, anyway. right. <laughs> I th- I think one of the guys, uh, one of the Xbox guys, I forget his name, but I think Baron of them had had a uh, had him on a show. Remember, he told us about it. Uh, what's the guys? It was a Phil something. Phil Spencer. Yes, he's big into the Xbox world. Baron man. had Phil yes. Spencer on his show. Yeah, yeah. You remember he he told us about that, and uh, when we were in Boston, Phil Spencer he's is there. up the, is up that ladder. Mm-hmm. What's up there? Mm-hmm. What's up there? I mean, he didn't look too pleased in his suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially when Keely uh, called him out and was like, yeah, we got Phil Spencer. And he's like, don't point me out. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm here because I have to be. All right. Because Microsoft's name is on the theater. <laughs> right. really- I mean, right. it, it, says, it says here that he's the CEO of Microsoft Gaming. Yep. That's a big guy. Right? A funny thing is, uh, <laughs> he probably was in the bathroom when they was picking. I was, hey, uh, who wants to go to the gaming awards? Uh, hey, Phil's not here. We got him. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, Phil, we all drew sticks and you drew the short one. <laughs> so, final question: Are game awards still relevant, or award shows yes. still relevant? Yes. Vance, you jumped I'm, in I'm, I'm torn. I am torn about this. I mean, they're fun. I like them. I see them. What's the bigger impact for them? I mean, well, if you're Sony, you're getting a lot of free publicity. No, but uh, but but here's the thing: Sony's getting a lot of free publicity on a game they just released. Great move. From Software is getting a lot of free publicity on a game that released in April. Different. I will different say situation. this. Okay, so this is what I'm gonna say. From Software. From Software has made some great games, and they've made a bunch of game of the year games. You know, it's like Sekiro, a couple years ago. Shadows Die Twice, something yeah. like that. Uh, I think one game of the year. Now here they are again no with way. another game of the year. Bloodborne, 
is beloved, you know, on the PlayStation. They make great games. And when they showed that Armored Core 6. Armored Core 6. Armored Core 6. You know, people were like, yes, oh, it looks good. But when they showed From Software, when they plastered From Software over the top of it, the audience went crazy. Right? Because why? Because they know they're going to get a good game. So if it's coming from From, if it's coming from From, if it's um, coming from from, <laughs> if from software is doing it, it's probably going to be good. So I'm, I mean, it's just like building that credibility. You know, every time they walk away with an award, it's like Insomniac, PlayStation Studio. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, which Insomniac, by the way, is PlayStation Studio as of recent. Right. Yeah. They bought that studio for around $300 million, which is crazy Um, because that studio carried the PlayStation 5 for the first year, basically, Um, because Miles, they they put out Miles Morales and Spider-Man game, remastered Spider-Man. And and that game, by the way, they are still selling in very high numbers a couple years after it's been out. Well, Miles Morales is still in the top 10 sales charts. Absolutely. And it's been two years. Right. Um, so they they had, well, they had good IP, but, you know, you can have a good IP and make a terrible game. And that was not the case for them. I mean, we, we can go back to Gotham Knights and be like, good IP, bad game. Right. <laughs> Still haven't got it. I get the hey man, did you get Gotham Knights yet? <laughs> I was gonna ask you about that. Waiting for the man. The drop hey, in it's price. Guy work. Always ask me. Hey, uh, did you get Gotham Knights yet? Hey man, be Gotham Knights other night. Mm. <laughs> like, hey man, I'm at the wait yeah. till you know I'm walking in Walmart <clears throat> and I see Gotham Knights in the sale bin. Ooh, time to pick it up. <laughs> time to pick it up. So yep. I had to pick it up when it hits yep. about well, that's twenty what I'm to fifteen. Look for that sale. Yep. Hey, that um, good sale too. Twenty yep. to fifteen. Yep. Vance, what about you? Game awards still relevant or awards shows still relevant? Uh, yes. Um, how can I say this without without putting people down? Um, everybody loves recognition. Doesn't matter who it comes from. Some people wanted to come from a certain individual, but the gaming awards is that validation of hard work <clears throat> so you figure if there was nothing for you to look forward to as far as recognition is like you know then it's like what like why would you really continue to put for your best work unless your pride is just that you know just that other than that it's like yeah we want to go and you know because the game circle is probably super small anyway so yeah i want to go and i want to look you in the eye like yeah we got game of the year so, like, so yeah, like so. So here's where I I kind of disagree with that. You know, Call of Duty, Grand Theft Auto, they're pumping out games not to get the Game of the Year award. They're just they're doing it for the for the sales numbers. So, I mean, I bet you Elden Ring. We just talked about like they 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 did phenomenally well. You know, sales units wise. This is you know that cherry that ice that that bonus. But if they hadn't got wanted, they still would have been like, we have gotten like so much money out of this. You keep it. <laughs> so here's my answer for game awards and for movie awards too. There's like two parts to this. One, the audience. The audience wants validation, right? Mm-hmm. I like a game. I want to be validated that I like that game. I want to see... Hey, I like God of War. I think that it's great in all these areas. Do other people agree with me? Yes, it wins those awards. I'm validated, right? For the audience, it's fun to be validated. So it's a fun process. And for hardcore gamers, yes. You should be hardcore gamers or or you need hardcore gamers to to evangelize casual gamers. To yeah. grow the industry with hard, hardcore gamers are going to go out and get casual gamers to try different games, try new games and bring them along that road of becoming more invested into gaming. 
right? So you mm-hmm. need every event you can get your hands on to keep hardcore gamers energized. So yeah. award shows do that, right? So that's from the audience perspective. From the other side, from like uh, the actors, voice actors, developers, whatever, it's networking. That need, part I see. You need events like this for networking because with the fewer shows, like uh, trade shows and stuff that happen, um, there's just less opportunities for, I think, for them to get together and celebrate and network in like a fun, casual way, right? You know, mm-hmm. like like some of these, I'm sure like some of these people are meeting people they've they've always wanted to talk to or, or and they're getting an opportunity to. And hey, somebody might say, hey, that, that guy won an award for this. I'm going to give him a pro- try on my project. So I think award shows are, are great for the health of the industry. Do you absolutely have to have mm-hmm. them? No. It's just a sign that your show that your industry is in a good place. I, I'm just gonna say this, you know, I'm just reading the, some of the best-selling games of all time. Number one, Tetris. I don't think it ever won Game of the Year award. Minecraft, <laughs> maybe was it nominated? I don't know. And number three, Grand Theft Auto Five. The only one that is in here that probably was nominated was Red Dead Redemption 2 at number sitting at number 10 selling 46 million plus games who but I bet there was 46 million people that played those games that were scratching their head going how come that game didn't win game of the year yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> still having a conversation about it it's all marketing see I wonder if you have to even like submit Submit yourself, like submit different games, uh, for the wars. Because I'm looking at Call of Duty. Call of Duty last award was in '04, but that was, but that was also their last nomination. Is there well, really? It got, I mean, it got I think, nominated for something this time, wasn't it? Did it? Best audio design, best action game, best multiplayer. I think it and, lost best multiplayer to like Splatoon. It did. <laughs> did uh, maybe one hey but here's the point though when i saw that and i and i said i love call of duty modern warfare 2 right it lost that yeah. category to splatoon and i'm thinking it lost us to, to splatoon really yeah, i'm thinking that what right is it now. about right. what is it about <laughs> splatoon that's better than modern warfare 2 i want to go play splatoon right i gotta see what's going on so I'm assuming Splatoon is a Nintendo Switch product, right? It is. So yes. I can't play it because I don't have a Nintendo Switch. But if I had one, I would have to give it a try because I'd have to yeah. validate <laughs> these guys saying that it's better than Modern Warfare. <laughs> Modern Warfare. It's all yeah. about marketing. And, and better than Overwatch 2 as well. Yeah, it says uh, as of September uh, 3rd, I mean 30th, well, Splatoon 3 has sold... 8 million copies worldwide, making it the fastest selling game in the franchise and one of the best selling Switch games. Wow. All about a game, a game about kids trying to paint the paint, paint the wall. Right. And they, and they can turn it. I actually played it. I think at a demo, like the, the GameStop had a demo of it. (laughs) 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 That's with a little Switch station. It was like Splatoon was on there. I don't know. Or maybe my daughter's. Can can I make an announcement of Call of Duty? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right before we started talking tonight, I read, I got an email from Call of Duty. Was it Call of Duty? Yeah, it was from Call of Duty for season one reloaded. Ooh. Announced in here, shipment is back. Oh, okay. <sighs> Shipment's back. Call of Duty. Nice. And there's raids now. Huh. I saw that. It was actually a trailer in the Game Awards that, that talked about it. Well, I just I wasn't I just, quite sure I, what they were talking about, but they just they just sent me an email. They said, "Come back and play." Come <laughs> back and play. He left. Yeah, you haven't played in like a week, like two weeks. I have not. I've just wow. been. It's like tied up. They don't even let you get like a week off. They're already sending you emails. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Right. They're tracking you, dude. Like, golly, <laughs> where'd like, this we guy go? Seen this guy. So, <laughs> send the. Send one of the uh, operators out to find him. 
Oh, they'll, right. they'll find me right away. Get back down in front of that place. Imagine, imagine they find me right now wearing an Overwatch shirt. <laughs> Get that off you. All right. Well, right. that concludes our episode of the uh, Video Game Awards. Thanks for joining Good us topics. here on our Twitch channel. Uh, there'll be a copy of this going up on our podcast, uh, uh, Good to Game Radio. So check that out if you just want to listen to this in the car and uh, hear us bash Microsoft for a good solid 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> At least. But uh, yeah, thanks for joining us here. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week on the next episode of Good to Game Radio. Be sure to subscribe to this Later. On, uh, on your favorite <laughs> podcast. Yeah. I am vengeance. <laughs> <laughs>